This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. It's time for Te Whatu Ora Southern Health updates from Health New Zealand. And joining us today, Tony Gutschlag, uh, Executive Director of Mental Health Addictions and Intellectual Disability Services here at Te Whatu Ora Southern. Uh, good morning, uh, Tony. Great to have you with us. Thanks, Jeff. Nice, nice to be here. We're going to talk this morning about Te Hurihanga, the Time for Change program. Give us a bit of background to this one, Tony. Yeah, sure. Well, the, the Time for Change Te Hurihanga program um, came about as a result of an independent review of the mental health and addiction system here in Southern in 2021. Um, it was, I guess that review was uh, the last of several um, and there have been pretty consistent findings around issues across across the system in terms of um, lack of community service provision um, in particular areas like alcohol and drug services, crisis support, peer support, um, concerns around health and safety within our specialist clinical services, uh, concerns about the physical environment and um, how well we're doing in terms of improving equity for Māori. So so we had this review. There were a large number of recommendations made, and uh, in February this year, the board of the DHB at the time approved funding for implementation of the program and a very strong message to get on with it and make sure that we made the changes that people were wanting to see. Yeah, and there was quite a list there, wasn't there, Tony? And you can understand this is a, a wide-ranging um, series of services and um, you know, in challenging times these things only become more critical. Um, what in particular were the changes that people wanted to see that you were able to focus on? I think the, the biggest things that people were wanting to see were... Um, I guess was action first and foremost. There was a sense that there, the issues were known um, but were not being addressed and uh, people really wanted to be able to access services they needed when they needed them as close to home as possible and they saw that there were some real gaps uh, as I said around uh, certain types of services in particular, alcohol and drug, crisis support, peer support um, and that we weren't doing as well as we needed to in terms of addressing addressing equity issues for Māori. And the action was the number one thing that I took from the report. You know, mm. get on with it, please. Well, uh, indeed, and and therefore you've put in place a number of projects uh, to address those changes. Tell us about some of the projects that uh, have already been completed. Yeah, sure. And it, it does take um, time to set up new services, but we are starting to get some of uh, through through the end of the, some of these processes now. Uh, the things that have been completed is that we have established a five bed crisis respite service in Dunedin, where previously there had been a one bed service. Um, we've established or establishing a new crisis response service in Central Lakes. Um, I'm quite excited about that service in particular because the service model was designed with a, a really large number of stakeholders um, across the Central Lakes community and is quite innovative in terms of the way that it, it will operate. So that service starts in December. It will scale up over time. It's a home-based service uh, in the first instance and then it will have a residential component next year. Um, we're establishing a new alcohol and drug service in Dunedin for people with um, complex needs. Uh, it's going to be delivered within a Te Māori framework. 
that contract's now in place and the service will start prior to Christmas. Also, is stepping up over time and will be fully operational from around February next year. Um, we're currently in negotiations to establish a range of community intensive support options for people. And uh, that's, uh, that those services will be, in the first instance, focused on supporting those folk who are living in hospital only because there aren't the right um, types of services available for them in the community. So we're, we're hoping to have um, an announcement about that service soon. Tony, it was the, the community who gave you the feedback and, and, and the inspiration to begin the change process. How have the community and indeed patients been involved in the, the process of change making? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, we really have taken the feedback that was gathered through Time for Change to Hurihunga seriously and um, and we're um, committed to making good in terms of the, the things that people wanted to see but also to continue to provide opportunities for people to be involved in the process. There were hundreds and hundreds of people that provided feedback and that signaled to me that this is a community that really cares about mental health and addiction and this in the south. So we um, have uh, built into our program lots of opportunities for people to continue to connect and participate. Um, wherever possible, new service models are being designed collaboratively, including a range of stakeholders, but importantly, including people with lived experience and their whānau. We're working with um, networks for uh, geographically-based uh, mental health and addiction networks across the south. Um, who are responding to their issues within their own community around mental health and addiction. All of those networks also include the lived experience and Sano voice. Um, and we have several projects focused specifically on developing peer services, which are um, run by people with lived experience and mental distress. So we're doing quite a lot, um, I think, to enable people to participate in an ongoing way in the Time for Change to Hurihanga programme. Just finally, when you look at um, the coming months, I mean, we're heading towards the end of the year, but as you as you embark upon that and, and into 2023, what, what's the, what are the key areas of work for this programme at the moment? Well, um, people can continue to expect to see announcements around new services, um, more crisis support services in different parts of the, the South, uh, increased alcohol and drug services, uh, increased supports for people with, um, for children and young people with experiencing mental distress and for their family, uh, and developing peer services. So there's, there'll be a lot to see also in the, um, in the next six months. Tony, perhaps we can have an opportunity to catch up with you a little bit further down the track too. Thank you. Tony Gutschlag, Executive Director of Mental Health, Addictions and Intellectual Disability Services at Te Whato Order Southern. Thanks for joining us here on Otago Access Radio. Thank you, Jeff. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.